From the Eastern Minnesota Radio Network Weather Center, and the one and only filling in for Mr. Paul Chamley is Michael Carroll. How are you, Michael? I'm doing just great. It, it looks like it's getting a bit cooler, and it's going to be some nice, cool, comfortable temperatures to watch the Twins play. Is that correct? Yes, it's, we're going to stay on the cooler side of average, not only uh, over the next 24 to 36 hours, but actually much of the remainder of the work week looking to stay below average temperature-wise. Even some frost a possibility for most of the state for tonight, I think, except for the really the core of the Twin Cities metro, where they'll stick closer to the middle to upper 30s for tonight. Much of the remainder of the state in the upper 20s to lower 30s. So yeah, decent chance for some frost for most to the state late tonight into this time of tomorrow morning once again. And as far as those high temperatures on your Tuesday, looking to top off into the 50s for most of the state, but where we'll see a little bit more in the way of cloud cover for the Arrowhead, I think only expecting some upper 40s over that way. So definitely a feeling more a bit uh, more like a late October rather than early October here over the next few days. Wednesday, pretty much a carbon copy of your Tuesday with a decent amount of sunshine for most of the state, but still some lingering clouds there across the Arrowhead. For the most part, 50s for highs, though we could maybe inch closer to some lower 60s for areas like Marshall and points off to the southwest from there. By the time we get to Thursday, though, as an area of low pressure starts to work just off to our south across the state of Iowa, decent chance for some rain, especially from about Fergus Falls to, to uh, Duluth line and points off to the south from there on Thursday. Looking pretty breezy as well for the latter part of our work week. Thursday's high staying confined to the 50s statewide. And uh, for those uh, Friday evening plans, not looking the best at this point as we are going to have some widespread uh-huh. rain, especially for the southern two-thirds of the state, some breezy east to northeast winds and pretty cool out there, upper 40s to lower 50s only for those highs on your Friday. So again, a rainier stretch of weather later this week, but until then, pretty dry but cool conditions persisting. Thank you so much. You back tomorrow? I am back tomorrow, and then Friday, or uh, Paul returns coming up on Wednesday. Awesome. Thanks, Have a great Michael. night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Time now for a journey into sound. 77 days, Jake, until Christmas. And Santa Claus! While most of us haven't even started our Christmas shopping, because it is Halloween, uh, my daughters made their first appearance at the, as I understand it, at the Spirit Super Halloween Superstore. Uh, How late is Romantics open? That's a good question. I don't know right offhand. I'll have to look that up. Point here is, the scaries are in full effect. We're, I mean, look at it. We're nine days into October. We're nine days into Freeform's 31 days of Halloween. That's why we're starting to see the release of this this in-between stage where people aren't just aren't ready to get rid of Halloween, Jake, but they're also ready for Christmas. So what if we made more slasher, horrifying, devastatingly decapitating Saw-type movies, but with a Christmas theme to it? Wouldn't that be fantastic? Maybe that might sound like this. Everyone would be better off if I was never born. Did you see that? Did the power go up? Oh my God. And who doesn't love a good bloodletting at the holidays, right? Certainly I do. Let's find out what's coming up next, because there's another movie like Violent Night that we had last year as we take a journey into sound. This is a journey into sound. Well, the weather outside is about to get really frightful with more holiday killers on the loose in horror films this year, including... This uniquely ghostly figure in It's a Wonderful Knife. Not It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Knife. As you can tell from the title, it's a send-up of Christmas time classics. It's a Wonderful Life, and 
Director Tyler McIntyre of The Tragedy Girls. We all we remember how good that was. I've never heard of that before. And writer Michael you really Kennedy. Have a first name, last name, like that. Uh no. Why would you? Who would do that? I don't know. Tyler might. You just said Tyler McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler McIntyre. Sure. Sounds like the same first name last. Almost a little bit. Yeah, Tyler McIntyre would probably be it. But uh, writer Michael Kennedy from who wrote Freaky. Again, never heard of it. Are poised to deliver more of their darkly comic slasher fare. From the looks of this trailer, I watched it yesterday. We're in for a not-so-silent night this winter. Now, there's a slasher in this movie who kind of takes on the look of Ghostface in Scream, except instead of the black uh, on a robe, whatever you'd call it, with the with the white face, it's like this white face that you can't really see any features. It's just like a, a like somebody like Saran wrap just kind of got stuck to their face and was stuck on their face, and then it's a white robe the entire way that they and they're a slasher in this movie wow. called "It's a Wonderful Knife." Let's give a listen to the trailer. Angel Falls, I give you Christmas. <laughs> The lights are so pretty. This is perfect. Oh, what did you eat? Time to let that go. No one cares. Everyone would be better off if I was never born. Did you see that? Did the power go out? Oh my god. So you can see it kind of takes the if I was never born portion of It's a Wonderful Life and then throws in all of the slasher goodness of right. people getting decapitated, head blown. Apparently that kiss scene with the girl at the start, she said, what What did you eat? That's where the blood was coming out of his mouth after she kissed him, and then he gets his head blown away. This of sounds course. like a great Christmas movie. I and, would put this right between um, Miracle on 32nd Street or 30 and probably Rudolph. <laughs> Again, Mir Miracle on 32nd was, there was a lot of death and blood in that one. Miracle on 34th Street didn't have so much of it, but 32nd Street, much more violent block there in Midtown Manhattan. When I was younger, we couldn't afford the Miracle on 34th Street. I got gotcha. you. get the cheaper edition. I got gotcha. you. Now, coming out November 10th in theaters, it's a wonderful knife. Because when you think Christmas movies, you think to yourself, boy, you know, like I know Kevin in Home Alone really took it to those bandits. I can't remember, the, the bathtub bandits, is that what they called themselves? Kitchen sink bandits? Know. What do they call themselves in that? There was something I, or other I never saw the movie. Come on, you filthy animal. You know what I'm talking about. I never saw the movie. You never saw Home Alone? No. Dear God. Home Alone, what do they have three of them so far? Home Alone 4? Let's get Macaulay Culkin, the new Macaulay Culkin. Let's throw him into something he's never experienced before, like a drug addict situation here, where like he's all methed up, and he really goes, like he's still... Back comes uh, Joe Pesci comes back to try to get this kid and finally take him down, and it becomes the most bloody Home Alone we've ever seen. Oh, I'm gonna go now. You do. Yeah. You continue just go, talking. Go ahead and get, and move on. I'm gonna. I'm in. I'm in the process of writing, vibrating your mouth. All I you am. Want. I'm in the process of writing a treatment here for Home Alone Four. Minnesota Twins bringing the game back to the. Uh, Target Center, where right now it's one-on-one, they could easily win the next two and sweep at home.
one of the voices of the Minnesota Twins next right here on the Jacob Mauer Show.